0: god is so good guys and sometimes we just look right by him we look right by him we don't take the time to just really recognize who he is in our lives and what he does i this morning like i said the enemy just been working on me (laughs) you know and i was like you know what i'm going to i'm going to respond to this with getting as close to God as I can. I'm going to turn off everything. I'm going to disregard everything else. I'm going to put everything else out of my way and out of my life so that I can be as close to him as I need to, or else I would not make it, you know? And I know you're like, wow, it sounds like you're going through. You know what? We should live this way all the time. And... I've just had some revelations, just hearing God speak, and I'm excited to tell you that if, you know, if you can, if it's, you know, if, if you're able, you should really be here over the next few weeks, because me and Pastor Jeff are about to unpack something that so many people feel is taboo. You know, we, we, we want to steer clear, and even if we don't want to steer clear, we're just not really sure how everybody else stands, so we just don't talk about it, and it's like the elephant in the room. Now, I know I got you nervous at this point. You're like, oh, man, but it's simply Holy Spirit, you know, and that song just got me right into that place, and it's like the Holy Spirit is is, is is, like an elephant in the room because he's here. You know, we're like, Lord, come visit us. Lord, come be with us. Hey, guess what? He's already here. Yeah. It's us who need to recognize him. It's us who need to give him the floor to move and work the way he wants to work. And guess what? When you're out walking, living, doing what you do, He's there, too. But we're going to unpack this thing, man. We are going to unpack it, and we are excited. So I, I want to tell you now, if you can be here, if you are able, then please be here over the next few weeks. I don't even know how long it might go, but at least at least two weeks for sure. And I'm going to start that off next week because uh, Pastor Jeff, again, he's out of town right now. I love him I miss him when he's not here and um, he's gonna come back and he was like bro I really want you to wait because <laughs> I want to be there when we when you start and I'm like <laughs> I'm like I don't know if I can I don't know if I can I'm like because it's itch and then he told me what the the I seen what the lineup for the music was today and I was like oh it's a wrap <laughs> she starts thinking Holy Spirit I'm gonna be like look look guys But um, (sighs) yes, be here. It's going to be good. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be very informational. Like, I really think it's going to bring revelation to everyone. I don't care how spiritual you think you are. You will be excited. I don't care how much you know about, you know, the word of God. You will be excited. I promise. Um, So please be here. Today, today I want to talk to you, and the title of my message, I got a cool little graphic, I think, if it'll come up, it's, it's, it's Among Us. You teens, you adults would have no clue, you just think, oh, that's a cool little graphic, but I know, I know my young people over here know what Among Us is all about, no? Yes? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get some mixed, mixed feedback over here. Don't worry. We're not talking about the game. Don't worry. Um, I tried to play it. I didn't. I was like, I don't get it. I don't even get it. Um, I understand it, but I just don't get it. Um, we, have, we, we play a version of this game at my house years ago, so this is not new. Just in case you thought it was new, it's not new. When I was a youth pastor, we would play this game called... Uh, Oh, man, I had it right there. Mafia. We play a game called Mafia, and that's all Among Us is. It's just Mafia digital, digital, digitized. Mafia digitized, and for some reason, they use some weird, weird beings. I don't know. I was like, what does this have to do with the game? I, I guess because they're in space, I don't know. But nonetheless... The idea behind the game is, you have a group of people, and amongst those group of people, uh, there is at least at least one. Depending on how big the group is, then there might be two or three that are out to take the others down. Okay, in mafia, well we all know what the mafia is. So they're killing them, okay? And part of this game is you want to lie because you want to look like everybody else. I'm still working through that morally, how I played a game that encouraged youth to lie. <laughs> Don't judge me. They loved it. <clears throat> um, and on this particular game, it's a similar situation. They're in a space space station or something, and there's one, I don't know, maybe two, going around taking the other ones out, and you have to figure out who's doing it, because they're lying. They look like you. They talk like you, you know, and when you start pointing fingers, guess what they do? They point them right back, and I was reading scripture the other day, And God began to speak to me, and I was like, what? Jesus? I thought mafia was new, just like the youth thought Among Us was new. But I'm going to tell you right now, this game is old as dirt, (laughs) okay? It's like Jesus old, for real. I mean, he told a story about this way before we were ever around or a thought in our mother's Mind or whatever. And I labeled it Among Us because the scripture, it's, it's an easy way for us to understand what this is all about. Will you join me in Matthew chapter 13 as we read the word? We're going to be in the New Living Translation and I'm just going to pray. Lord God, I thank you and I praise you again that we get to come. Here before you, we get to hear your word. We get to listen, hear what you have to say to help us to mature, to grow in faith, and to live for you. God, have your way in this place. Touch the people's ears, touch their hearts. Help them to hear this word, apply this word, Lord God. And live out this word. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 through 30. Just 24 through 30. Here is another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat. Hmm, there's that word, among. He planted weeds among the wheat, then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds, they asked. No, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and to put the wheat in the barn. So everybody see? Everybody hear and see the story of Among Us and the mafia working here? I was like, wow, Lord, this is crazy. It says, they planted weeds in the midst of the good seed. And when asked, when asked what they should do, he said, let it grow. Let it grow right in the midst of the good seed. Now, I ask you, because I'm not, I'm not a gardener, I'm not a farmer, but what I see, what I have seen, is that it is of most importance to uproot the weeds out of your flower bed. You don't want weeds growing in your garden. Do I got some gardeners out there? No? Okay. Yeah, OK, Yes. Yeah. Am I right? Okay, thank you. I needed some confirmation because I don't want to, I just, I know what I see. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it, but I know what I see and I know what I've heard. And so this didn't quite make sense to me until God continued to speak to me. I don't want to jump ahead of myself. But I want you to be thinking about that. In the wheat, amongst the wheat, there was weeds that were planted. And he told them, let them grow. And he said this was a picture of the kingdom of heaven. If you jump down with me to verse 36, we're going to read 36 through 43. 43. I'm not going to be before you long. I just want to tell you right now, teens, you will love me today. When I went down and spoke to them in their room, I kept them down there for about two hours at least. Just joking. It felt that way, didn't it, though? 36 through 43, and here we go. Then, leaving the crowds outside, Jesus went into the house, His disciples said, "Uh, please explain to us the story of the weeds in the field. I feel like they felt the same way I did. You know, I feel like some of them understood the whole concept of planting and harvesting. So I think they felt the same way I did. Mm, Will you explain this to us? Jesus replied, the son of man is the farmer. The son of man is the farmer who plants the good seed. The field is the world, and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the harvesters are the angels. Just as the weeds are sorted out and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The son of man will send his angels and they will remove from his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. And the angels will throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their father's kingdom. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. I like the message version right there at the end, what it has to say. I, I love the way it, it's, that was, that was plain, but this is just so much plain plainer in my opinion it says are you listening to this like really listening are you listening to what i'm saying are you really listening i thought to myself god why would we not remove the weeds as far as I know, when it comes to planting, gardening, and, and farming and all that stuff like that, when you plant these seeds, they are getting nutrients from the ground. They're able to live and, and grow healthy because of the nutrients that they receive. And when the weeds come in, the weeds take some of that nutrients It gets in the way. Right? It it impedes their ability to grow. Get rid of it. We don't want that. That's why gardeners go out and they, right? They don't just cut it off. They don't just cut it off. They snatch that stuff out from the root. Makes sense to me. But then God was like, I said, no. And that makes sense to me, too. Not everything he does makes sense to me, but as soon as he says it, it automatically makes sense, even if it doesn't. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, God, we leave it. Help me understand. And he's like, where does the nutrients come from for the people? It comes from you. He said, Is there ever any lack of what I have to offer? Right. Absolutely not. He said, Well, then, is there any way that in the midst of weeds, you will lack anything that I'm giving you? Nope. Then, what's the problem with leaving them there? I'm not going to drop the mic. <laughs> Pay too much for it. <laughs> And I was like, okay, God, I got you. I'm on board 100%. What do we do? What did they do? It said let both of them grow together. That got me thinking again. And I was like, okay, let them grow together. What does that look like? What does that look like? See, the difference between a weed And wheat, they're two different plants, right? We want the one. We don't want the other. But the difference between people who have been, who are filled with the Holy Spirit and live for God and people who don't is just that. Because, see, the farmer wants both. He wants both. And the cool thing about the farmer, Jesus, that I I begin to realize was this. Though an actual farmer or garden cannot change a weed into whatever they're growing, which would be nice. You know what I'm saying? You're growing those tomatoes and them greens and, you know, onions and whatever. And you got the weeds popping. up. You're like, oh, on it. They are taking over. I'm good. Because <laughs> now I have a garden full of everything, you know, like, just whatever you're closest to, become it. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. But we don't have that ability. But we know who does have that ability. We know who has the ability to change something, one thing, from that to another thing. And in this situation, we're talking about people. And we're talking about people who do not live for God versus people who do. And the people who don't live for God can easily be changed into someone who does. This is the wonderful, wonderful thing about our God and our Father. And if you never have had joy in your heart toward people who don't live right, this is a way that you can. Because when you look at them, you can't just see weeds. You can see the potential life-giving, joy-having, peace-spreading joy having peace spreading person who lives for God that's hard that's hard to see but I what I but I don't want to overlook and I don't want to pass up the fact that hey hear me out they're living among us they are living among us and the truth is is though they cannot take anything from us, let's be clear about that, though they cannot impede our growth because we are connected here, they are among us. So I encourage you today to make sure that your connection here is good. Because if your connection here is good, then that means those who are among you have a better chance of being transformed and having the same connection. This is a very simple message, if you will. I, I, I wasn't going to come before you deep by any means. But I feel like sometimes we need a reminder. And I want to be clear that if you're watching on Facebook or if you're here and you're kind of sitting there and you're like, I just don't like the way this, I don't like where he's going with this, I'm not really feeling it. It's like a us and them, us and them, us and them. What is that all about? I didn't write it. I just read it to you. And so I'm speaking to what I just read, and that's it. So here's a tough one. I don't want you to look left or right, because people get weird. But I... I do want to ask the question. Do you think that because we're in here, they can't be among us? Well, Pastor Dwayne, what are you saying right now? I am really not liking this. (laughs) Talk to the owner. Listen, (laughs) we are living in a day and age when it is really hard to know who's who. Them weeds are blending in very nicely. And... You know, you can, you can watch a, a music award show, you know, and, you know, I, I use this a lot, and I know I'm, I'm going to probably get in trouble one day, but <laughs> I just always, like, I always just be like, man, especially when my kids come to me and be like, oh, dad, did you know that so-and-so was a Christian? And I'm like, why do you say that? There's nothing about anything they do that says that they're a Christian. Well, on the award show, they were like, I just want to give honor to God because without him, I would not be here. Well, that's true. You can't take that away from them. But I'm always, and I hate to do it because I sound like that guy, you know? Honey, they're not Christians. Oh, well, Dad, that's not right to say. You don't know that. Well, (laughs) I'm pretty sure that God said that uh, adultery was no good. And that whole song was about adultery. (laughs) I know somewhere in the Bible it says something about thou shalt not kill. And I promise the goodness, he said he killed about five people. So he may want to be a Christian somewhere way deep down in there. But, I mean, it just, it really irritates me. I need y'all to know it really irritates me. I hate it. I hate it because it's, it can be so confusing. Even with my wife, you know what I mean? We'll be riding down the street <laughs> and we pull up behind a car and it's like, you know. <laughs> Their bumper sticker is like, you know, we love Jesus. And I'm just saying, if you got a bumper sticker, you better be careful. Because <laughs> you write up and it's like, we got Jesus. And then you pull up beside them and you took a little too long or something to do something. And they look at you and they're like, that was not the finger, okay? <laughs> just to be clear. I mean, you know, you don't got a lot of angles in Facebook. <laughs> you guys are laughing way too much. <laughs> Pastor Jeff, this is a serious message if you're watching. <laughs> they can't help <laughs> what they're doing. Okay. But, you know, when we were behind them, my wife was like, oh, look at that. That's so awesome. They're Christians. I love it when I see people who love Jesus. And I'm like, Wow. You know, I just kind of look at her like, okay, I love your purity. Um, Until they pull up and give her the finger, and then she's like. (laughs) And I'm like, and and then I'm like, Lord. I'm like, babe, listen, they might just be having an off day. You know, we all have an off day, and you want to make concessions. But you just don't know. That's my point that I'm making. You don't know. You really have, you, there's only one way we can know. There's only one way we can know. And that's through the Holy Spirit. It's called discernment. And to get back to being very serious, guys, as we move into this series that we're moving into, I really want you to be present because there's so much about the Holy Spirit that we just don't get. And if we know it, we don't really apply it. We don't live like we know this thing. We don't live like we understand the capabilities. We We don't understand the power. We don't understand what all is involved. And this is just one situation where We need it, because here's the deal. You might be at work with your coworker, and you're like, man, I just love Doug. Doug is great. Doug just seems to have everything together. Doug is awesome. And then you find out Doug is having an affair on his wife, and your mind is blown. You don't know what to do. And you're like, I thought Doug was a Christian. What do you do with that information? Are you struck? Are you destroyed? We are living amongst the weeds. And they do affect us. They do affect us. They may not be able to disturb what we get from heaven. But they can distract. They can impede. They can be obstacles. Young people, I go to school. I love Jesus. And my best friend can't wait to get a pair of little Nasa shoes. What? Look, I love her face. How does Pastor Duane even know about that? <laughs> you know, you're like, And he's like, oh, let's do the cool shoe thing. No, we maybe maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't do the cool shoe thing because, you know, snapping, you know, everybody puts their feet in and they're like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the reason you don't want to do the cool shoe thing is because mom and dad's gonna see little notcha shoes, and that might be a problem. For those of you that don't know, older people. Little Nas' shoes. Who's Little Nas? Let's see. Uh, I don't even think he's one of those people that stand up like, I want to thank God for getting here. I'll just say that. I'm pretty sure he's not that guy. But he is definitely a person who, you know, and I forget that I'm on Facebook again. Jeez. Whatever. I'm just talking truthful, right? He made a pair of shoes. He's an artist who made a pair of shoes. And the shoes have like 666 on them. They have, you know, the devil symbol, you know, star at the circle and all that jazz. And, And apparently, I don't know if this is hearsay. I don't know what it is. But apparently, each pair of shoes has one drop of human blood in them. All black, little bit of red, and they are ready to ship them puppies out to sell them. I'm just saying, don't do it, okay? Do not do it. That's a whole nother message. But what I'm saying to you is, young people, you know, older people, you got to be careful who you're buddied up with. It's my homie, homie like, hey, bro, like I'm going to hang out with some other homies, right? And that's like three degrees of separation, you know? (laughs) You've got you. And maybe you're not all the way there, but you're like, you know, right? And that's fine because you're coming up. And you go another degree, and it's like, you know, You're my friend, so I'm gonna be respectful and I'm not gonna do anything because I really wanna kinda be like good. Mm -hmm. And I wanna be good. And I just wanna be good. And that's about it. And then you go to that other degree and it's like, bruh. Your mom's in the other room? Does she wanna share? You know what I mean? like. And it's it's just three degrees of separation. And you're like, my best bud. And they're like, going to hang out with the homies. Want to go? And there is the complication. Because now you're sitting there like, I don't want to say no to my friend. And they're like, I'm going to turn this fool out. Weeds. 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 Even if it's just a little creep. So maybe they're not gonna be going that far, right? But they might have some punch that's got a little something extra. And they just forgot to tell you about it. You know, you roll in there super thirsty like, and they're like, dude, he's killing that junk. (laughs) It's about to be turned." that's the word that the young people use. It, (laughs) It actually might be a little old, I'm just gonna be honest. But here's the thing. We are living amongst them. Don't forget it. Do not forget it. As a pastor, I sit down with people who are not saved. I eat with. I have over to my house. I hang out with on a fairly regular basis with people who are not saved. They know the word and they've chosen not to live by it for whatever reason. I don't care what it is. This is the choice that they've made. They are a weed. At that point, they are a weed. And so, therefore, I have to be on guard when I hang with them. I need to be prayed up, I need to be in my word. I need to be close to God. Because the truth is, and this is what you guys have not even thought about until this moment, is you remember I asked you earlier what's the difference between the weed and the and the wheat? And I said one is want to be kept and one doesn't. But where did they both come from? The ground. Were they they were planted? They are classified as plants. So are they not very similar? So how far is the jump from the wheat to the weeds? I understand you can't change them, but here's the truth. I'm not a gardener, and I'm definitely not a farmer. But I know that when those seeds are in the ground repeatedly over and over and over, you would know you've ever been driving past the field, and it's not a field of wheat, but it's something that looks like wheat. But it's not a weed. And I'm like, is this wheat? No. That probably kind of germified, mixed together, got together over a course of a period of time and shot up something that was a mix of the two. You dig what I'm saying? Maybe I'm wrong. But what I'm trying to tell you is you have to be vigilant. This is important. We live among them. They live amongst us. So when you're out hanging out with your friends, when you're at work, when you're just out in the mall doing your shopping, Driving down the street and you see the bumper sticker. Do not assume. Depend on the Holy Spirit to let you know what is. Driving down the street. At the mall. Why would that even matter? It matters. I'm going to leave my kids standing here. Everybody here looks like good people. And then there's the One that looks the best of them all, huh, and you're like, hi, little kid's standing there, and he's like, would you like some candy, (laughs) I've got some candy, come with me, and you had no idea, That the guy was sitting right next to you as a parent. Sitting right next to you learning everything about your child. Oh, they're cute. Yeah, he's five. She's four. Oh, that's awesome. Dad around? Well, right now we're not together. Oh, that's sad. Did you have to use the restroom? I can keep an eye on them. (laughs) You come back, and the kids are gone. And you're like, where did they go? Where's the guy or the girl? Do you hear me? And you never knew. You never, come on, man. Somebody here has to understand what I'm saying. You will never know. Why? Because they live among us. And not all of them look completely different. This, he said, is what the kingdom of heaven looks like. So I am asking you, and I'm going to close right here. I, I, I'm begging you. Number one, seek the help of the helper. Holy Spirit, seek the help of the helper to know who you're talking to, who you're hanging with, who you're trusting. Seek the help of the helper. Oh, I, could go, I could go on and on and on with story after story of people who, who allowed things to happen. They allowed things to happen, people to get in close, and it ruined their lives. I know you've all heard the story about the babysitter and the nanny cam. Pick one. Pick one. The music we listen to, you know. This this guy, I know, but it's just wheat and weeds. Seek God. Seek the Holy Spirit's help to show you which is which. And if you are actively, if you're actively, I'm gonna speak to the adults first. If you're actively doing ministry. And you're like Jesus sitting with the unsaved, be prepared. Be stayed up, strengthened. Do your due diligence so that you can be effective. A F F E C T I V E. Not affected. E F F E C T E D. Stop laughing. This is, this is a serious moment. Young people, I'm gonna talk to you real quick. Pastor Dwayne is very aware of who you are. Okay? very aware of who you are. I do not discount you. I do not look down on you. You could, if if anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit and you recognize it, accept it, and allow it to be who he is, you could do this better than me. No doubt. But until you know for a fact that that's the decision that you've made, steer clear stay away tell them no if you're unsure say it bro i just know i'm not sure about your intentions so until i can be more sure about your intentions we just can't do it but pastor wayne i really like i really like but pastor wayne we've been friends forever It's just three, three degrees to separation between you and whatever's on the other side of them. I promise. I promise. It's okay, don't worry. A, a cell phone ain't never bothered me in my life. Hear what I'm saying to you. Unless you know for a fact that you're strong enough God is all up in there to be trying to effectively help someone. Don't step out in the waters you cannot swim in because you will get swept away with the current. That current is the world. The Bible says very specifically in Romans twelve, two. Do not be conformed by this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right now, what I'm sharing with you should be renewing your mind. Because now you are no longer unaware that there is a difference. And you don't always know what that is. This is an experience and this is, what's the world? We'll just stick with experience. This is an experience which gives you experience. And the difference between me and you off the top is that. I'm 41. You're under 19. (laughs) I understand I'm taking a little bit of time here, but this is important. You don't have the experience to see the stuff that most of us can, right? There are some people in here that have seen, you know, those wheats that aren't wheats, and they know they're not wheats. And that's the person I'm asking. Is this wheat? And they're like, no, that's really just a weed. It looks like wheat because this field has grown wheat for so long. Oh, okay. That would be me. And most, most, some of these other people in here, (laughs) I'm just joking. You can ask, hey, Amanda, John, this is what I got going on at school. Is this wheat or is this a weed? Man, I'm going to be honest, looks like a weed to me. I don't know what to do. Let's pray. Let's ask Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Okay? Adults, guys, we have to be a model for these young people. So if they see us mingling and we're not being open and honest about what we're doing, when my friends come over and they're hanging out, and my kids come to me and be like, so, are they saved? Yeah, no. Or they'll come and be like, yeah, I was downstairs and I thought I heard him say a bad word. Yep. Yeah, you did. He usually does a good job of not, not, about, you know, not doing that when he's here, but he got a little excited today and let a few slip. Oh, OK. Hey. He's my friend because I know God loves him just as much as he loves us. And he knows the Bible. So I'm hoping that while he's here hanging out, maybe something will rub off. And they're like, oh, okay. So then when they go to school and they come home and they have the same situation, I'm like, I think they might be equipped to handle this. But there are days when I'm weak. There are moments, times, time frames when I'm weak. And, I, and I'm and i like, you know, I get that phone call. Hey, what's up, man? You wanna hang out? And I'm like, yeah, no. Because I know if I go hang out with you and I'm sitting at the burger joint and that cute girl walks by, when you turn and say a lot of things that you probably shouldn't say, I might be tempted to be like, my man. You know what I'm saying? Like. Can I, I'm just being honest with you. I might be like, yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. You have to be strong enough to make those decisions. So right here, right now, number one, if there's anybody in here that doesn't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity. If you, everyone just bow your heads. I don't want nobody to feel weird or uncomfortable. If there's somebody here and you're like, man, man. I'm not, I don't know Jesus Christ. I don't know him. I don't live for him. And I want to. Would you raise your hand? Cool. If there's anybody here that knows they've been struggling in the midst of weeds and you feel your relationship waning, you feel that the relationship, you could very well be being pulled, distracted, You know, whatever impeded on your worship, on your Christ life, if that's you today, would you raise your hand? Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all across the room. Thank you so much. Now, I just want to pray with you right here. I'm not going to ask you to come to the front. Lord God, you've seen the hands raised. God, you know exactly where they're at. You are, you are the creator. You are the farmer. You are the sustainer. You are the one that says how much one grows, if it grows at all. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would send your helper I pray that the Holy Spirit would begin to move. As a matter of fact, I already know the Holy Spirit is moving on them, or else they would not have raised their hand. So God, I just pray right now, Holy Spirit, please begin to transform their minds. Open their eyes. Open their ears. Touch their heart so that they can hear you so that they can understand you, so that they know when you are speaking clearly. God, begin to prepare them, begin to mature them. Give them opportunities to hear your voice very clearly on on simple things so that they can make a decision based off of that. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that as they hear your voice, when you just say, hey, that's not the one, don't do that. That they'll know. They'll be like, oh, that's got to be God. I'm pretty sure that's God. I'm not going to do it. I pray for their obedience. I pray for obedience into their lives. I speak obedience over them in the name of Jesus. So as they become obedient to your word. The transformation would take hold. The change would take hold. And they would cease to live the way they've been living. They would begin to. Separate themselves. Even just a little bit. Lord God, I pray that you would bless them. Bless them so they know you. Let them know that you're there comforting them beside them. You're there helping them live this life. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here, for joining us today at The Body Dayton. I love every one of you guys. Facebook, thank you for joining us. Guys, do not forget, next week we will start a series, and it will be all surrounding the Holy Spirit. I am so excited, and I want you to be here so that you can understand what you have access to.